the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Todd Starnes Show, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There's never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's Common Sense Conservative Commentary from Todd Starnes. That's us, that's right, I love this American ride. And hello America, welcome to the Todd Starnes radio program. We are now broadcasting on 140 radio stations around the nation. And uh, today, folks, we have a jam-packed show, a lot of breaking news to get to, the very latest from Israel coming up, also the fight over who the next Speaker of the House will be, and uh, in uh, just a matter of moments, we are expecting to hear from President Trump in New Hampshire, where the rumblings are that he is going to call for a an immediate travel ban uh, to reinstate that travel ban to protect the country from what from what might be coming across that southern border. There are very, uh, very grave security concerns, and a lot of people, a lot of rumbling on social media over the weekend that Hamas, that Iran, may be sending people across that southern border uh, to cause mayhem in this country. Write down our telephone number. You will need it today if you plan on calling in. Our telephone number is 844-747-8868. Again, 844 844- Seven four seven eighty eight sixty eight. Governor Mike Huckabee is here. Congressman David Kostoff. But right now, let's go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Honored to have with us from South Carolina's first congressional district, Congresswoman Nancy Mace. Congresswoman, thanks for coming on the show today. Yeah, thank you so much. So let's just start with what's happening in Israel. Uh, the Mossad now saying that uh, Hamas is beheading captured soldiers, Israeli soldiers, is just getting going from bad to worse there. It is, it is horrific what's going on. And right now I've been on the phones all day with constituents who are stuck in Israel. We're trying to rescue them out of there. Um, if you are a constituent of ours or in South Carolina, please reach out to us at mace.house.gov. We're trying to find private flights, finding the commercial flights, finding cars to get them out of there through different routes. Um, it is a a disaster, and we're trying to help as many Americans as we can. So the the United States, um, we're, we, I know that there has been some movement. Uh, we understand a carrier force uh, is being sent into the region. Uh, what are you hearing from Capitol Hill? We are hearing the same thing about that naval carrier force headed in that direction. And the other thing that I want to make people aware of, too, is that you know, the Biden administration has, 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 by and large, acknowledged the money we gave to Iran, the Palestinian aid that's been provided, is helping to fund terrorism in the region. Our world is a lot less safe. Americans are less safe. And we need to be there for Israel. We need to figure out what support that they need 
so that we can support our allies there and around the world. I'm very worried about our southern border. I'm worried about Hamas sympathizers who are here in our country and want to destroy those of us who support Israel. I mean, this is this is the worst thing that could happen anytime soon, given the nature of uh, the divisive nature of our politics today here and around the world. I'm really um, very anxious to get your thoughts on the Biden administration here. Really, just about an hour or so after it was announced that not only had Americans been killed, but Americans were being held hostage. Uh, the next thing you know, he's holding a barbecue on the front lawn of the White House with a band, burgers, whatever. Uh, now we're getting word that the State Department has had to delete not one, but two tweets that were calling for Israel to stand down and not retaliate. Are, are you concerned about the messaging coming out of the White House? Uh, I absolutely am. Our messaging has been weak. If you watch Secretary Blinken yesterday, it was an absolute joke. We look so weak on the world stage and to tell Israel to stand down when they are literally killing and raping women and children and beheading soldiers in Israel. We have Americans that are dead on the streets that are being kidnapped and we're having to rescue Americans out of Israel who are scared to death for their lives. And they helped create this mess. It's an epic disaster. Joe Biden cannot lead our country now or in the future. All right, Congresswoman Nancy Mace on our Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line today. Uh, the other big story, and we appreciate you joining us, is what's going to happen tomorrow. Um, we understand Steve Scalise and Jim Jordan are the two choices, we think, because there are a lot of people rumbling that maybe Kevin McCarthy needs to come back as a result of what's happening in Israel. What's the latest there? Well, what Kevin McCarthy said about Matt Gates and Nancy Mace just now in his press conference is shameful saying that we wanted a shutdown where our military wouldn't get paid. Well, Matt Gates and Nancy Mace voted to give our military a pay raise. We voted for the DOD appropriations bill, the DOD military spending bill. And to say otherwise, to put that on our backs, is an absolute lie and is exactly why Kevin McCarthy should not be speaker. He is a disgusting liar. He's not good for the American people. We have you know, two of the most patriotic Americans trying to lead our country, lead our people, and here's a guy throwing us under the bus for doing nothing but support our military. His comments were disgusting and shameful. You know, I, no, seriously, I've heard this from so many people that, I mean, it's the, the open secret in D.C. He would literally tell you one thing and then turn around and tell someone else the exact Every opposite. Every single time. Every single time. And I'm sick and damn tired of it. And I know, based on the reaction I got when I got home, and I come from a purple district where I won by one and a half points to get into this seat where I helped make a majority, and... Everyone said, thank you. And it was Republicans, it was conservatives, it was independents, and I'm sure a few Democrats were in there, but everyone said, thank you. They are tired of the BS of Washington, and they're coming after Matt Gates and I. They're trying to throw us off of committees. They're trying to throw us off the conference, and they're saying that we don't support our military when an act of war was just against Israel, where we have done nothing. He and I have done nothing but been the most supportive of our military. And I'm encouraging people to go to nancymace.org, go to mattgates.com, and support us because the establishment is coming after us. And they are trying to hurt us and get us thrown out of there when all we've done is stand up for the people and our country. You see, this is what this is what just blows my mind, is that you have all these backbenchers in the party now stepping up, blasting you, blasting Congressman Gates. Where are these people going after the Biden administration? Where are all those folks? Right. With, where are they, they're, they're, they're not yeah, there. They're AWOL. Where are they blaming? Mm-hmm. 
Where are they blaming Joe Biden and Secretary Blinken for the mess that has been created? Where are they, where are they blaming Chuck Schumer for not passing a strong military defense spending bill that gave our military men and women, active duty soldiers, a 5.5% raise? Matt Gates and I, we voted for that. And it's the, the folks in the Senate that will not take up that bill. So Kevin McCarthy can go blame Chuck Schumer. I'm done with the lies. I'm done with the BS. It's time to move our country forward. We're strong leaders with a backbone. And who will not lie to the American people? All right. Well, Congresswoman, we really appreciate you coming on the program. And again, uh, the most important information, you're right. There are a lot of people that are trapped, stuck in uh, in Israel right now. And where do they need to go? If they're in South Carolina, uh, what would they need to do? They need to reach out to our office. We have a website if they, are, if they have family, their constituents, and they're stuck in Israel. They can go to uh, our official website at mace.house.gov. Let us know there. We are working. We've got multiple people from South Carolina in our district that are trying to get desperately get out of there, and we're doing everything we can trying to find private flights, commercial flights, cars to get them on a safe route home. All right. Well, Congresswoman, really appreciate your time, and uh, thanks for fighting the good fight up there in D.C. Yes, sir. Thank you, Todd. All right. There you go, folks. Congresswoman Nancy Mace speaking her mind. So she would be a no vote if McCarthy is, in fact, back in the race. Just want to, if you had, didn't pick up on that. Uh, but uh, as a matter of fact, she has, I believe, endorsed uh, Congressman Jim Jordan, uh, and that vote could happen tomorrow night. So the Republicans expected to gather up on Capitol Hill. Rumblings are President Trump will attend that that meeting. Uh, but again, the the issue here is it going to be Steve Scalise? Is it going to be Jim Jordan? I want to give you the very latest now coming out of Israel, and we will uh, be providing you with up to the minute reports. Uh, at least nine Americans now confirmed dead. There are an untold number of Americans who are being held hostage. And um, based on the, 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 the reports coming out from Mossad and from some of the Israeli intelligence forces, uh, what they're doing to the, the, the kidnappees is just beyond, beyond comprehension. And we told you the, there is reporting now that the uh, soldiers, Israeli soldiers, are being beheaded, and they are doing unmentionable things, horrifying things to the women and the children. Uh, folks, we're going to be taking your calls here. The question is, uh, what what should Israel do? Should they turn Gaza into a glass parking lot? If Iran gets involved in the fight, at that point, that's when the United States has to step in. Now, here's what you have to love about the Israelis. This is their fight, and they know it. They're not asking for us to, to send our fighting men and women. All they're doing is asking for ammo. They're asking for supplies, and they're not asking for a handout, unlike Ukraine. Ukraine, they want American boots on the ground, and they want a handout. But Israel is willing to pay for every single thing they're asking for. But they don't want American boots on the ground. They can fight the fight. They just need our support, and I think we ought to give it to them. Uh, this This is unbelievable what's happening ladies and gentlemen, this sneak attack and the intelligence failures uh, in Israel are equal to those of what happened to this country on 9-11. When you go back and when you study the Yom Kippur War, and they were celebrating 50 years, the 50-year anniversary of that war over the weekend, and the same thing happened. There was a complete and utter intelligence failure that led to the invasion. 
So that's what we're looking at here. I, it's, um, I'm sure that there is going to be, there will be investigations and inquiries into what happened. But I'm with Trump. I, we've got to be concerned about what's coming across our southern border. And when you look at some of the, the, the techniques that were used to launch the strike in Israel, these are things that could happen here. And I would just warn you, be very careful if you're going into a major American city over the next couple of months. It There's some very weird stuff going down. All right, uh, we're going to take a break. We're heading to the phones, 844-747-8868. Should Israel wipe Hamas off the face of the earth? 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Stern Show. Since President Biden's first day in office, his administration has pushed policies that embrace abortion on demand, silence free speech, and even redefine what it means to be male and female. Join with the Alliance Defending Freedom and be a champion for freedom today. You can help hold the Biden administration and all government officials accountable to the law. ADF is on the front lines challenging this administration's unconstitutional actions in courtrooms, legislatures, and the public square. But they can't do it without your help. Just $19 a month will fuel the fight to protect our freedoms. Visit ToddStearns.com. That's ToddStearns.com. And click the Champion for Freedom banner. Pledge your monthly gift of $19 or more to ADF or give your most generous one-time gift. And thanks to a friend of ADF, your first gift will be matched while funds last. Visit ToddStearns.com or call 855-417-6556. That's 855-417-6556. Welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Show. So get this. So Biden comes out and uh, they make the announcement um, about what's happening in Israel. And then he goes and hosts a, a, a barbecue cookout. They're grilling burgers, eating potato salad. They're on the front lawn of the White House, and that's it. Now, just a few moments ago, we got word from the White House press pool that Biden has already called a lid for the day. In other words, Biden has already clocked out for the day, and he's done. So you really have to wonder what exactly is going on inside the Biden White House, especially when you have the State Department out there uh, putting out two messages calling on Israel to cease and desist and to not retaliate. I mean, can you imagine if these people have been in charge running the show during Pearl Harbor and the day after Pearl Harbor telling people, all right, that's it. Yeah, we're done. We're Yeah, we're going to give Japan a pass. Or what about the day after 9-11? I mean, this is nonsense, but there are people out there, and I was really marveling at the, 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 the shocking number of Jew haters in America. It's unbelievable. There were thousands of people marching in, in New York and Fort Lauderdale and Seattle and San Francisco, many other places, I believe Atlanta, and you've got the, the pro-Hamas people out there. Do you understand what they were doing? Right now, they have, there are videos of little children, little Israeli children, Jewish children, no more than two, three years old, that have been kidnapped, and they're literally being held in cages right now. And just think about this. Where was ground zero for this attack? Of all places, it was a peace festival. They had somewhat 3,000 young Jewish people that were out at an all-night rave 
they were having they were having a big music party, and all of a sudden the motorized paragliders come in and they start massacring people. That's all it was. It was a massacre, and we have all the all the videos. And it was important when we posted these videos. I told the team, "Do not, I don't want you to blur anything out. People need to see the level of evil that was on display, and it's evil." We're talking about kids in their 20s, right? Young kids just out having a good time, dancing, listening to music. They were hoping for peace. And, and I, I, I hope folks are waking up here and understanding that when you have people out there saying that they want to wipe you off the face of the earth, you need to take them at their word because that's, that's what's going on. All right, let's go to the phones here, 844-747-8868. Let's start our day in the beautiful state of Maine. Scott on the line. Hi, Scott. What say you? How are you, Todd? Yeah, you, you're saying that these people are anti-Jewish or anti-Christian or anti-anything that's not government. These people are insane that run in this country. Well, yes. yeah. Right now, though, I mean, they're slaughtering Jews, but, yeah, they don't like the Christians either. Am I no, cons- for our country, though? I mean, you're saying that they're anti-Semitic. Obviously, they are. But our own government doesn't. They don't care about Christians, Jews, anybody that's not part of their little world. Yes. Say that again, now, Scott. You were you were a little garbled. Okay. I said, right now, our, the people in our government don't care about any religious faction other than G O V rather than G O D. Uh, I would say that's a very fair assessment. Yes, sir. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. We need, we need to help out Israel. But meanwhile, he's going to write more checks to Ukraine, which where's that money going? Who knows? Well, the, yeah. the rumblings are and the reporting is that some of those weapons that were um, that the American weapons in Ukraine somehow ended up in the hands of Hamas. And that needs to be addressed right away. Scott, appreciate that call, and thank you for listening. Uh, let's go to Steve in North Carolina. Steve, what say you? Well, I see a lot. I'm going to try to keep it brief. First thing, I appreciate you having me on the show. All right, you know what, guys? Let's put Steve on hold. Uh, we've got to get that phone line worked out there. Steve, hang tight, uh, and we will get to you right after the, the break here. But, folks, I'm telling you, we have to make a very – very clear stand here. This is good versus evil. This is not both sides need to, no, 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 just stop. There's not both sides here. There's only one side, and that is the side of right, which is Israel. And when you see the levels of atrocity, and by the way, you want to talk about the Second Amendment here? You go take a look at what what happened Saturday when these these terrorists were literally going door to door, knocking down doors, and shooting Israeli families, slaughtering entire families in their homes. Now, you may not be aware of this, but Israel does not have a Second Amendment. Yes, it's possible to get a gun, but they make it very difficult for citizens to get guns. So by and large, most Israelis do not have weapons in their home. Now I hope you understand why it is imperative for every single breathing American, law-abiding American, to own a weapon, and to know how to use it. 
because my concern is very is very clear. We don't know what's been coming across that border, but we do know this. They are all young men of military age, and they're being dispatched to every corner of this country. Looks to me like an army. All right, got to take a break here. 844-747-8868. That is our number. This is the Todd Stern Show. MyPillow is celebrating its 20-year anniversary with over 80 million MyPillows sold. Mike Lindell at MyPillow wants to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in the history of MyPillow. You're going to get their queen-size MyPillow for $19.98, regular price $69.98, and just $10 more, you're going to be able to get a king-size pillow. You're going to receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products like bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. This is the time to try out some of their other amazing Amazing products you've had your eye on. Go to mypello.com slash starns. That's mypello.com slash starns. Use the promo code starns to get this amazing offer of the queen size MyPello for $19.98 or call 1 800 839 8506. The offer comes with a 10 year warranty and a 60 day money back guarantee. That's mypello.com slash starns. Use the promo code starns or call 800 839 8506. Promo code starns. All right, folks, welcome back to the Todd Stern Show. Good to have you with us today. Our telephone number is 844-747-8868. President Trump is uh, starting remarks in New Hampshire. And uh, Dylan, let's try to call up the Newsmax feed, and uh, we'll try to dip into some of that coverage here uh, in just a moment. In the meantime, I do want to go to the phones. Uh, Let's go back to the state of Maine. Rebecca on the line. Hi, Rebecca. What say you? Hello, sir. Um, I I say that um, I heard somebody say that if you had a cockroach infestation, you would step on them. I have to say I'm not sure that's not a bad idea in this situation. But that being said, I'm a Jew. And um, any of the Christians out there that are thinking of siding behind the Palestinians have picked the wrong side because we are Judeo-Christians. It's what happens in this country, and I'm probably going to be hated for saying this, but we at least know if people are out there, you know, being anti-Semitic and and Jew-hating, they ultimately will come after the Christians, too, because their hatred is deep, And um, but we know who they are, and so when they come back and say, I really didn't mean it, we'll have to just say, I'm sorry, but I think you did, and, um, you know, I hope that um, Benjamin Netanyahu, you know, does what he needs to do and doesn't uh, think about the fact that this is nobody else's business but his country's to get this thing straightened out. You you know, Rebecca, look, it's a great point. You're right. When they, after they go after the Jews, they will come after the Christians. And this is ultimately at its heart, you know, people say Hamas, people say Hezbollah, but we're talking about Muslims. And these, this, these folks want to kill all of us. And we need to come to terms with that. And it's, you know, again, for so many years, Israel's been held back, primarily by the United States, when they've been attacked. I don't think this is going to be the case this go-around. I don't really think it matters what the United States says. Israel understands what they have to do here. 
And as we heard um, just a, a little while ago from the Israeli defense minister, uh, they've cut off the lights, they've cut off the, the, the water supply, they've cut off the food, uh, they're blocking all the ways in and out of Gaza. Uh, I think they're about ready to play some hardball. Your mouth to God's ears. Yeah, and it's yep. it's just got to be that way. It, it, it just has to be. I mean, look, you cannot live a song. You can't live alongside a neighbor who wants to kill you. That's right. You just can't. All right, and Rebecca, I appreciate that call. And to this point, uh, folks, Israel's been giving the citizens of Gaza plenty of time to pack up and get out. As a matter of fact, uh, the folks over at Sky News got a message from Israel. They said, hey. You need to get out of the building that you're broadcasting from. It's on our list, and we're about to blow it up. I mean, how many other nations will give you a courtesy call like that? And the whole point is that uh, Israel, they don't want to harm the the law-abiding citizens of Gaza, if there are any. At this point, based on how they've been treating the prisoners, I, I, I think it's all evil, all of it. It's despicable. So my hat is off to the Israelis. They have gone above and beyond. They're, they're a peaceful, life-loving people. And this should, what's happening to them should not happen to anybody. All right, are we, do we have the, let's listen to President Trump. That was only kidding. But they always go back to it, right? They always go back to it. And uh, they go back to their first idea. That's where they are. DeSantis uh, also very much hurt uh, Medicare and he wanted to hurt it badly, but it got okay. voted. Well, down. anyway, he's yeah. The, the president. It's going to be a seventy-five minute speech, so we'll we'll keep we'll keep monitoring it. Also, we are in touch with some some Americans that are in Israel, and we hope to be uh, talking to them, if not this hour, sometime during the program today. Uh, let's go to Dallas, and Gabriel is on the line. Gabriel, what say you? Hey, how you doing, sir? Uh, my name is Gabriel from Dallas, Texas. Uh, I was just calling to give a, an opposite perspective of what the, the the former woman said. I don't think that there is a correct side when it comes to warfare, especially whenever uh, folks like you broadcast all over the United States and the world uh, proclaiming uh, some type of Christian faith. Uh, it, it seems that a Christian peacemaker would be the correct uh, perspective, but to to call a human being a cockroach and say you should step on them, and then to talk about all this aggression that should happen in retaliation. Uh, I don't know. I mean, why don't you give some perspective on what you think uh, should be done? I mean, should... should okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give you some perspective. I'll give you some perspective. Hey, Gabriel, well, I'm going to give you some perspective here. You don't storm into a man's home and kill his wife and children. How about that? You don't rape young women attending a peace festival. How about that, for starters? Absolutely, I I agree. But uh, are you but do you, you condemn that? You, you absolutely because I'm a Christian. I follow Jesus Christ. You said put your 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 sword down. Can't be using language like that. Do we? All right, we, all right. You can't be using language like that on 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 the radio. You know what? I don't believe that guy's a Christian. The guy, anybody who defends what what Hamas is doing, you cannot be a Christian. I'm just saying, there's no possible way. All right, let's go to New Jersey. Oren is on the line. Oren, what say you? Yeah, I wanted to voice my support for Israel. Uh, I'm Jewish. I lived in Israel for some time, and I have family there. And I'm 
greatly encouraged by how many people are, how many fellow Americans are rallying around Israel. However, what I'm confused about is all the reasons you're giving for supporting Israel, which I agree with a thousand percent, aren't those same reasons totally applicable to Ukraine? Well, with, why is the right so against supporting Ukraine? No, no, no. I'm not so, all the reasons you just gave that last caller. All right, Oren, I'm going to answer your question if you will give me a moment here. So, first of all, we have we have an agreement, we have arrangements, treaties with Israel. They are an ally, and we are to come to their defense. There's a couple of big differences between Ukraine and Israel, that being one of them. We do not have such agreements with Ukraine. Number two, Ukraine is asking for American troops on the ground. They are asking for a handout. Israel is not. They don't want American boots on the ground. They want to fight this fight themselves, and they want to pay for whatever resources they might need from America. Number number two, this is this is Israel's fight, just like it is Ukraine's fight. So again, I think you can support Ukraine, and and you can support any country that's being invaded. But that doesn't mean that you have to spend what five hundred, three hundred, five hundred, you know, eight hundred trillion dollars. You don't have to just give them all that money. Todd, have you seen how much money we spend on Israel? It's more than that. Which I'm glad because we're an ally. We're an ally, Oren. That's. And you just and you just said Ukraine wants us to fight for them. Yes, no, they, they do. They yes, they do. Or yes, they do. That they want American boots on the ground. As a matter of fact, just a few moments ago, you had Vladimir Zelensky saying, "Oh yeah, by the way, you, Iran is Iran is backing the fight in in Ukraine." Uh, come on. Of course they are. Ooh, yeah, we're good. All right, we're do- yeah, you're done there. You know what? Let me tell you something here, folks. We don't tolerate that kind of language on the radio. It's that simple. Goodbye, Oren. All right, let's go to Georgia. Milt, uh, Milt, uh, let's go to Morty in Milton, Georgia. Hi, Morty. What's on your mind? Hey, Todd. Good morning. Uh, th- thanks for uh, bringing this critical topic up. Uh, my opinion, Israel's been threatened with annihilation for years. And by the way, so is America by the same actors. Now, not only this time, but not numerous times, they've attacked Israel, this little piece, postage stamp piece of ground with eight, nine million people trying to live peacefully. Does Israel allow this threat to continue till the next attack? My opinion, they got to go in there and neutralize it. Israelis, many Israelis went through this in the late 30s and early 40s. When Israeli, uh, when Jewish kids were put into gas chambers, three, four years old, marched into gas chambers with their parents. Now they're being kept in cages. Uh, I don't know where the outrage from this outrage from this country and the world is. Uh, There's a little bit of noise, but not much. I think we have to fully support Israel uh, to, to allow them to live peacefully. Well, look, Morty, it's uh, it's a horrible thing, and I've I've been to Israel, and it's just a, a beautiful country, beautiful people, and for 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 that country to have to live in fear of annihilation every single day, it's just outrageous. 
And one of the things that we've learned over time is that these Muslims only understand one thing, and that is sheer brute force. And they're about to see that firsthand, I do believe. Well, it, 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 brutality, a thousand people or so killed, young people at a, at a music concert. Uh, it, it, Israel has to take the steps to try to uh, uh, reduce their threat to, uh, close to zero. They, they can't live like this constantly. No, they can't. Morty, uh, we appreciate you calling in, and thank you. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, I, I think of uh, anything else, the good people of Israel need our prayers. Uh, this is just just insane what they're having to go through. All right, our telephone number, 844-747-8868. And by the way, the guy that called him beforehand, I'm Jewish, but no, 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 no. That, we don't play that game here. We know what's going on. And there, look, there are a lot of Jew haters in this country. It's shocking, and it's sickening, but not on this program. We stand with Israel. 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Stern Show. When the government used emergency edicts during COVID to restrict the gathering and worship of churches, three pastors facing the risk of imprisonment, unlimited fines, and their own churches being ripped apart, took a courageous stand and reopened their doors in the face of a world that chose to comply. The Essential Church is a feature-length documentary that explores the struggle between the church and government throughout history. This fascinating story uncovers those who've sacrificed their lives throughout history for what they truly believe in. Rediscover why the church is essential and how we prove that this stand remains true from a scientific, legal, and most importantly, biblical perspective. This is not your typical movie. It'll change your life. You need to see this movie with your friends and family. The Essential Church is streaming today exclusively at SalemNow.com. That's Essential Church, streaming at SalemNow.com. We now take you behind the scenes at the Biden White House. Let's listen in as Joe learns about the attack in Israel. Joe, we got problems. Hamas attacked Israel. Oh, great, great. I'm going to be a war president. I'll win the election without even campaigning. I'll be like Roosevelt and WW2. We have nothing to fear Joe. except the fear. Joe, that, um, no, Joe, you're on the wrong side. But, but, but we just gave him $5 billion. We are switching sides uh, for now. Uh, call Lloyd Austin and tell him to move his assets into the region. Move, move his what, where? Never mind. I'll take care of it. You have to get ready to announce support for the, the Japanese. Israel, Joe. Israel. Oh, yeah. Join us next time when we take you behind the scenes at the Obama uh, Biden White House. All right. Thank you, Paul Shanklin, for that breaking news report. Uh, welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Show. Happy to have you with us. So we're literally just people are astounded. Uh, the White House has called a lid already for the day. That means... President Biden has clocked out, and he's done for the day. Here we are. The, our greatest ally is at war. Women and children are being slaughtered and raped in the streets, as Donald Trump Jr. just pointed out, and our imbecile president is checking out before lunchtime, just so we all understand what's going on. Also, just a few moments ago, uh, more video surfaced, and it looks like a these cages that you would normally have little puppies or or cats in at a pet store, 
in in Gaza, they have kidnapped Israeli children, and these children look to be about maybe one, two years old, and they've got the children in these in these cages. Folks, these are barbarians, Nazi barbarians. Uh, let's go to the phones here. Uh, Eric in Pennsylvania, what's on your mind? Hello, Eric. All right. We, Hi, Mr. Starnes. Yes. Oh, there we go. All right, Eric, what's on your mind? Now, I just wanted to weigh in on some of the comments and some of these callers. I don't know where they don't think about how these poor families and these children, like you said, being raped and coming into your home and murdering. Do they not think that it can't happen to their, to their home here in the United States? I, and, and we're having a barbecue on the lawn of the White House with such a major thing happening and all these Americans that are in Israel now, why we, we should be on the ground, in, in my case. We should be there to support them. And I believe Gaza just wiping off the map. That's just how I feel. Uh, if somebody came into my home and came after my family, the outcome would be not very good for the person that came into my home. I just wish people would stop to believe that something has to be done and we are their ally. And I'm hoping that somebody in, in Washington gets on this and we give them the support we need. And we have to show these other countries that America, we are not blamed like we look. We don't look strong anymore and we need to do something about this. And that's just all I wanted to weigh in on, sir. Eric, well, I appreciate that call, and I think you're spot-on accurate. I mean, these families are being brutalized, and it, this this should appall every human on the planet. Eric, thank you for that. Uh, let's go to Greg in Georgia, listening to us on WDUN. Hi, Greg. What's on your mind today? Well, I just want to let I just want Benjamin Netanyahu to know that I think he should annihilate Hamas. Take him out. Make that a parking lot. I'm with and also, and also, you know, I saw a clip on Fox yesterday when I was running through the channels. I think it was John Scott. This lady was, they were interviewing this lady on the internet and it was bad signal. But anyway, she goes, what happened to your neighbors? And she had two neighbors that were armed with guns that killed the terrorists and saved their families. So there is a commercial for the second amendment right there. That's it. And, and Greg, again, what alarms me is directly across from Brownsville, Texas, over in Mexico, you've got one of these terrorist training camps. Uh, look, Mexico, Mexico is a dangerous place. And we have, you have to believe that we have very bad people that have been able to infiltrate our borders and are just waiting these, these, uh, cell groups that are just waiting to be activated. And that is a big problem. And I'm telling you, folks, it, it, it doesn't matter where you are, big town, small town, you need to be prepared because the Biden administration's feckless policies on the border have put every single one of us in danger. All right, let's go to Greg. Thanks for that call. Let's go to Luke in Georgia. Hi, Luke. What's on your mind? Hi, uh, Todd. Well, what, uh, what gets me to say, like in the Bible, we uh, God, that's the, God's chosen people is the Jews. All right, and we're supposed to protect those folks. And uh, uh, no matter what, that's the reason why we gave them more money is because that's because we bound to them by our Bible and our God, you know. And so I believe that uh, whatever happens to those folks, you know, we're, uh, that's our number one responsibility is that uh, those folks in that country. That's all I had to say. 
Luke, I appreciate that call, and yes, that's a a big part of it uh, if you read your Bible, and that's why so many Christians in this country support the nation of Israel. By the way, folks, all this this month, we are helping to raise money for our friends at Alliance Defending Freedom. My hat is off to you. Over the weekend, a good many of you went over to the website, and you made a donation, and that's all we're asking is $19 a month to help our friends at Alliance Defending Freedom stand up for our religious liberty, standing up for our freedom in this country. And I want to encourage you to go over to toddsterns.com and make a donation. No matter how big or how small, every single penny is going to help us, and you are going to become a champion for freedom. So again, help us out by helping Alliance Defending Freedom. Go to toddsterns.com. Uh, You've got a couple of minutes, and that's all it takes is a couple of minutes. So head over there now, click on the banner, be a champion for freedom, and join us as we stand up for our friends at Alliance Defending Freedom. All right, Governor Mike Huckabee, coming up also, Congressman David Kostoff. This is the Todd Stearns Radio Show. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's conservative blowtorch. That's us, that's right, I love this American right. Todd Starnes. Oh yeah. All right, hello everybody, welcome to the Todd Starnes Radio Show. You know, one of the things that, that is very interesting about uh, what's happening in, in Israel There's been a lot of pushback from Fox News and the other mainstream media outlets over the $6 billion in funds that the Biden administration, they unfroze. So the the reporting is that those those dollars were not used in in the fight against Israel. So those dollars are still squared away, squirreled away somewhere. Well, that's a load of hooey. Because it really doesn't matter if if that specific money was used or not. We know beyond a shadow of a doubt that Israel has been using its or that uh, that uh, Iran and the the uh, Hezbollah and Hamas have been using that money to target Israel. There's no doubt about it. As a matter of fact, you have to go all the way back to the Obama administration. A lot of people um, forget about this, but back when Obama was president. We gave Iran billions of dollars in cash. Literally, there were pallets of cash that we sent them because at the time, Iran had no banking relationship with us. 
So Barack Obama literally sent them hundreds of millions of dollars, well over a billion dollars in cash, cold, hard cash. And you better believe all of that money was used not for humanitarian purposes, but to target Israel. That's what's going on here. By the way, uh, in over the past five or ten minutes, more fierce shelling happening over Gaza City. I'm telling you, it's like day has be, or night has become day over there. It's incredibly fierce. And Israel now preparing for a ground invasion, mustering up to 300,000 troops is what they're telling us. And it is going to get ugly, and it is going to take a while, but they are going to root out Hamas, and this could be the end of Hamas, which is not a bad thing. That is a good thing. All right, our telephone number is 844-747-8868. That's 844-747-8868. A lot of people have been asking, all right, um, what do we do if we have loved ones that are over in Israel? A lot of church groups, um, a lot of people are in the Holy Land on pilgrimages, and they're stuck, and they don't know how to get home. They don't know what to do. Well, a couple of things. First of all, uh, you need to call your member of Congress or reach out to your member of Congress. And secondly, you should reach out to the embassy there in Jerusalem and at least let them know that you are there and you need to check in. But our understanding is one of the reasons why the carrier group is en route is to help with the evacuation of American citizens should it arise, should it get to that point. But a lot of airlines are canceling flights. It's too dangerous. Yesterday, you had Hamas. They were in. They were targeting the airport in Tel Aviv. So there you go. All right, 844-747-8868 is our phone number. Uh, earlier today, we were able to talk with our good friend, Governor Mike Huckabee, and he leads hundreds, hundreds of tours to the Holy Land. Let's take a listen to that conversation. I want to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. We're honored to have our good friend from across the river, Governor Mike Huckabee, joining us. Governor, appreciate you coming on the program today. Well, good morning. It is a beautiful day in the uh, Mid-South, and uh, you know, I wish I could say it's a beautiful day in Israel, but it's a tough day for our friends there. Governor, I, I know that uh, you uh, take a lot of people over there uh, for tours of the Holy Land. You have a lot of friends. Uh, what are you hearing from your friends that are in Israel right now, and how are they doing? Well, tragically, uh, one of our dear friends, uh, her niece has, has been missing. They assume kidnapped or killed. We have other friends uh, who were in Stero, one of the Places just 300 yards from Gaza uh, had terrorists in their, literally in their uh, neighborhood and uh, right up to their door, but they're okay. But most of our friends either have sons, daughters, grandsons, granddaughters who are being called up into the military as part of the uh, response. It's been very tense. I've had many conversations with friends there. Um, of course, most of the activity related in the area closest to Gaza, but some of these rockets have reached areas near Tel Aviv and even Jerusalem. It's it's just the worst. My first trip there was 1973, two months before the Yom Kippur War, and Israel has not seen anything like this since then. Uh, this is by far the worst uh, incursion into Israel, its greatest threat in 50 years. And there have been uprisings, intifadas, and various uh, 
even the Gaza War of 2014. I was there when that happened. But what's different is that this time Hamas, when they came, uh, they were very well organized. They were very strategic. They caught Israel completely off guard. And then the worst of it is that the atrocities that they have inflicted, uh, they didn't go after military targets. They weren't going after combatants or even trying to shut down the infrastructure. They went in and literally have slaughtered. And, Todd, let me emphasize, slaughtered families, little children, elderly people. This is a massacre. And I, I don't want to hear anybody talk about how both sides need to calm down and both sides need to have a ceasefire. Israel did not start this. And the difference between these savages of Hamas and the Israelis is that when the Israelis seek to destroy Hamas, they will take every measure possible to try to protect innocent civilian non-combatant life. The opposite is that Hamas has intentionally targeted the innocent civilian and vulnerable lives of Israeli citizens. And I don't want to hear Rashida Tlaib and the squad and Ilhan Omar and that whole bunch of uh, anti-Semites telling us how that this is Israel's fault. It isn't. And it's just a great human tragedy. It's it's appalling. And, you know, much like the Yom Kippur War, and I just watched the uh, the movie that came out uh, called Golda, uh, which yeah. uh, which documented what happened. I mean, we have. I am just astounded by the complete breakdown here in the intelligence community, not just in Israel, but clearly here in the United States as well, Governor. Nobody seemed to have seen this coming. Well, and we don't understand how was it such a colossal failure. I mean, the Israeli intelligence is second to none. Uh, our U.S. intelligence historically has been, but now we're so... Uh, I guess, committed to making sure that we're diverse and that we have a complete uh, uh, workforce in the intelligence community that is LGBTQ, even more important than competent. But the real tragedy is um, how did this, how did it not somehow signal itself? When you give Iran uh, money and you pretend that they're going to be okay and you pay them for hostages and uh, then they turn around and, and supply virtually all of the money that Hamas gets. I don't know why we didn't think that there would come a day when they would do something. I, I just think that maybe what we didn't anticipate was the severity of it, the effectiveness of it, and most of all, the atrocious nature of it, and the fact that they wouldn't just try to take land from the Israelis or go after uh, kibbutzim and, and, and various pieces of the infrastructure, but that they would just go in and try to wholesale slaughter as many innocent Israelis as possible. That's what makes this so disgusting. Not since the Holocaust have we seen an attack on the Jewish people like this. Governor Mike Huckabee is on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line this morning. Uh, Governor, we, we heard from Congressman David Kostoff in the first hour. We understand a lot of Memphians are stuck in the Middle East right now. Uh, Catholic groups, Jewish groups, uh, the first Bap- one of the first Baptist church um, of Dyer, Tennessee, has has a group over there. And of course, folks, if you're listening and you're trying to get help to get out of Israel, contact either the congressman's office or call the embassy in uh, in Israel, 
and uh, they will help you. That's the guidance that uh, they're asking us to pass along to you this morning. Governor, long-term implications here, before we let you go, uh, what are we looking at? Are, I mean, is there a situation, is this a situation where the U.S. Uh, could have to could have to put boots on the ground. I know Israel's not asking for that, but if Iran gets involved here, we could be looking at a at a regional, if not global, conflict. We truly could. Um, in all of its history, Israel has not one time, not even in the Yom Kippur War, not in 67, not in 56 or 48, not once have they ever asked the U.S. for boots on the ground. They've only asked for supplies and ammunition and arms and uh, the ability to purchase the arms. So, you know, Israel has been a trusted ally and a valuable one. But if Iran were to enter, I don't know that our boots would be on the grounds of Israel. But at that point, we might be seeing something that is just uh, apocalyptic. The only question is, what do the other Arab nations do? Because the Sunni Arab nations generally hate the Shiite nation of Iran. There's almost as much animosity between Shia and Sunni as there is between Muslim and Jew, and in some cases more. So the question would be, who would line up with Iran other than the terror groups? And what would the other Sunni Arab nations do? Would they stand with the U.S., or would they at that point uh, unite with Iran? I can't imagine that they would unite with Iran because there's no future in it, none at all. But what could happen is that you would see China and Russia and North Korea unite with Iran. Then we've got a true world war. All right. Well, Governor, we appreciate you coming on uh, the Mighty 990 this morning and uh, giving our uh, audience uh, a breakdown on what's happening there. Uh, Folks, we will have breaking news reports throughout the day. When it happens, you will hear about it first here on the Mighty Nine. All right, there you Governor, go. Uh, that was we an really, interview we did earlier with um, with Governor Huckabee on the uh, on KWAM, our flagship station, for the morning show. And uh, we'll be checking in with Congressman David Kostoff in just a little while. Our telephone number is 844-747-8868. That's 844-747-8868. Now, the terrible events that have unfolded in Israel over the weekend prove how quickly freedom can be snuffed out by brute force and powerful people who are very comfortable trampling out the rights of others whom they disagree. But your freedoms can be eroded just as quickly unless you have a champion in your corner protecting you, your family, and your business. And I've been telling you all this month about Alliance Defending Freedom, the world's largest legal ministry committed to protecting your religious freedoms and free speech. And thanks to a match from a generous friend of ADF, your first gift to Alliance Defending Freedom will be doubled. So I'm just looking today, just for today, five people who are willing to go to ToddSterns.com and become a champion for freedom. Support ADF. Make a commitment of just $19 a month. I just need five people to do that. That breaks down to $0.63 a day to keep ADF fighting to protect your rights and the rights of your children and your grandchildren. Again, go to ToddSterns.com or phone your most generous one-time gift to 855-417-6556. That's 855-417-6556. And you can join so many others who have already become champions for freedom. We're just looking for five people today to go to ToddSterns.com, click on the Champion for Freedom banner, and support Elias Defending Freedom. 
All right. Um, this just coming in. Well, this is just, it just keeps getting worse. Just worse over there in Israel. Um, the latest is Hamas now says they are going to start executing the hostages and they will broadcast the executions uh, live online. Uh, that's the um, that's the latest. Look, I mean, when you start executing the Americans, when you start killing the Americans, at that point, we as a nation have an obligation to defend our citizens. And what the United States ought to do is call up Iran, since we apparently Biden's BFS with these guys, and say, hey, look, uh, here's the deal. Uh, we know we just gave you a billion dollars or so, but uh, you, you kill you kill our people and we're going to turn you into a giant parking lot. That's what we ought to be doing here, playing hardball. But everybody knows we have a demented fool, a dementia-ridden fool. He's demented, too, in the White House. Oh, by the way, speaking of uh, demented, have you heard this story? This this otherwise may have been the lead story today had it not been for what what's happening in the Middle East. A naked selfie of Joe Biden's younger brother, Frank, has surfaced on a gay porn website. Wait, what? The naked selfie of Frank Biden was taken five years ago. It's on the gay porn website, guyswithiphones.com. It's a dating website catering to the gay community. Owned by a company called QueerClick.com. Okay, a little TMI. The photo was taken when Mr. Biden was 64 years old. That's so disgusting. And it leaves very little to the imagination. By the way, it was taken in the bathroom and the toilets. And the uh, Sir, please just t- get a toilet brush. Nobody wants to see that. Anyway, Mr. Biden says that his phone must have been hacked. It's always the hacked phone, is it not, folks? Always the hacked phone. All right, 844-747-8868. Also, Robert Kennedy Jr. announcing that he is going to be running for president as a third party, as an independent candidate. Now, there's been a lot of scuttlebutt over this, but the the rumblings are this hurts Biden more than it hurts Trump. Is that true? I know that, and here's what gets me. uh, Kennedy has been invited to speak at a CPAC event in Las Vegas. But CPAC, the first the first word, the first letter stands for conservative. So I, I I'm just not seeing that RFK actually meets the criteria of being a conservative, but there you go. So he um announcing today he will be running as a third party candidate. And it's unclear it really is unclear who this actually is going to um who's who it's gonna hurt. People were chanting, Bobby, Bobby, RFK, all the way. That was his dad's slogan. Kennedy said that 80% of our country cannot afford a middle-class lifestyle. He says that's sowing dangerous discontent. He said Americans are tired of the culture wars and are ready to take back power. He says uh, American people are ready to reclaim their freedom and independence. He's big anti-vax guy. But other than that, he's a flaming leftist, and he's real big on all this climate stuff. He and AOC would be of equal mind. Kennedy said there is corruption in the leadership of both political parties. 
and he wants to rewrite the assumptions and change the habits of American politics. So it is fascinating here. You know, you've got the conservative. There, are, there are some conservatives out there that actually like RFK, but the guy's a liberal. All right, we got to take a break here. Wow, I'm not sure what's on fire in Gaza right now, but the sky is orange over Gaza City. 844-747-8868. That's our telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Starch Show. Everybody, this is the Todd Stearns Radio Program. It is a breaking news Monday and a lot happening. By the way, getting some reports, and uh, these are all unconfirmed until we hear from the IDF, and they've done a pretty good job of getting this information out there, but the, the rumblings are that the ground offensive into Gaza will begin tonight. So we'll keep you updated right now. Gaza City is being pounded with um, with rockets and missiles. Uh, it is pretty impressive. The Israelis are really delivering on the shock and awe. Uh, also, we're expecting to hear from uh, some folks that are stuck in Israel. Uh, we're reaching out to them, and uh, hopefully we'll have them on this hour of the program. want to play some audio. This is from the Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, um, explaining about that that all that money all that money that we released to the Iranians cut one what do you say about the argument that money is fungible so Iran may have known this money is coming and used other funds to help fund this attack that happened Iran has ha, Iran has unfortunately always used and focused its funds on supporting terrorism on supporting groups like uh, like Hamas uh, and it's done that when there have been sanctions. It's done that when there haven't been sanctions. And it's always prioritized that. And again, I come back to the proposition that from these funds have always been under the law, available to Iran to use for humanitarian purposes. All right. Anybody miss President President Trump? Anybody m- miss the mean tweets? You know, a couple of weeks ago when the Biden administration announced they were giving all this money back to, to Iran, President Trump went out there and said, this is a horrible idea, and if you do this, we will be facing another 9-11. In other words, we're going to be funding terrorism. And sure enough, people in Israel right now are comparing what happened to 9-11. But when you look on scale, what's happening in Israel right now is far worse than what happened on 9-11. By the way, National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan, the guy has no common sense, no real-world experience. Here's what Jake Sullivan was saying about the Middle East just last week, cut four. And what we said is we want to depressurize, de-escalate, and ultimately integrate the Middle East region. The war in Yemen is in its 19-month of truce. For now, the Iranian attacks against U.S. forces have stopped. Our presence in Iraq is stable. I emphasize for now because all of that can change. And the Middle East region is quieter today than it has been in two decades. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. Uh, let's, these people are idiots. By the way, a lot of people very upset with Joe Biden calling it a lid. So he is he's called it in for the day. Just one day after 
the word comes out that Americans have been killed, Americans being held hostage, and we're not going to be seeing or hearing from President Biden today. All right, let's go to the phones here, 844-747-8868. Gina in Athens, Georgia, on the line. Hi, Gina, what say you? Hey, Todd. Um, Well, of course, first of all, I just hate it so much for the people in Israel. I can't imagine what they're going through. Um, But what worries me, of course, the reason that this even started, as you well know, is because, you know, the Democrats, their their delusion is that if we are nice to these people, you know, they'll like us. I think that started back with Obama, right, his little apology tour. But, you know, that obviously is not the case. And then now, like with the border, right, I, I completely agree with the people who say we have these sleeper cells, and I'm just terrified that this is going to be here next. And what bothers me the most is that we have all these Republicans who I swear they just don't get it. And they're saying, oh, wait till 2024 when we get the White House back. I, I fully believe there will not be a 2024 election because I just don't think that the powers that be overseas, the evil ones, are going to wait and waste this opportunity that they have to completely, you know, obliterate us. Now, and I just don't think the people in the government get it. Now, Gina, to, to your point, uh, and, and, this, and it's not just the Democrats here. So what should have happened over the weekend, as soon as war broke out, and we knew late Friday, this all started to unfold late Friday our time. Here's what should have happened. Every single Republican should have been recalled back to Washington, get behind the closed doors, pick your Speaker of the House, and let's get let's get to business. But they didn't do that. They're waiting till Tuesday. In the meantime, there are significant security clearance concerns. So even though the Democrats are being read in here on what's happening, Republican leadership is not because Republican leadership does not have the security clearance needed. I mean, it's it's it is a it's a circus is what it is. It is. And, you know, I honestly told my daughter that same thing. I said they should have called them back in today, picked the speaker, and started forward from there. But what are they doing today? No, they're going after Matt Gates and the others that voted McCarthy out. Well, McCarthy's part of the problem here and part of the reason that we're in this position because he went along with most everything that they wanted to do. And here we are. Don't know if you heard the interview with Nancy Mace. I was not expecting her to go go down the path she went, but she said flat out that everybody knows that McCarthy, you can't trust a word the guy says. He's going to promise you the moon, and then he'll turn around and stab you in the back. Yep, that's right. But I wouldn't be surprised if he wants it again and they take him right back. I wouldn't be shocked at all. So, And Fox actually, and to that point, Gina, yesterday Fox started that process by bringing on these moderate Republicans nobody's ever heard of, saying, oh, we've got to get McCarthy back in there. So we'll we'll see how all this plays out. But, uh, but Gina, you're right. It is an absolute mess, and, and we've, got to, we've got to stop playing games here. There's way too much at stake. Appreciate that call, 844 844- 747-8868 is our number. That's 844-747-8868. Now, coming up in just a few moments, we're going to be talking with our good buddy Art Alley over at Timothy Plan, and uh, we'll be sure to get Art's take on this as well, because there is a religious component to all of this, right? 
um, and which is one of the reasons why evangelical Christians especially have such a strong connection and strong ties to the Middle East. You heard Governor Huckabee a few moments ago, and uh, the governor, look, he's you know he brings a lot of people, a lot of Christians over to the Holy Land. Um, all right, let's go to Frank in Georgia. Frank, what say you? Mr. Starnes, listen, I was just wondering, I'm sure that uh, the Hezbollah, all these people over there have been planning this for a while. How many has actually come across our border? And have you heard of anything of our border being shut up tighter than a drum? Well, Frank, that's what needs to happen. As a matter of fact, not only does our border, they just need to shut down the border. Until all of this gets this gets uh, sorted out in Israel, they ought to shut down our border. Any person visiting this country with a Palestinian passport uh, visa needs to be sent home immediately. And we need to hope and pray that the sleeper cells that were allowed to cross that border are not able to carry out whatever missions they're going to carry out. But, Frank, I'm very concerned that we're going to have attacks here on American soil. And there's really not much we can do about it now except be prepared and be diligent and, quite frankly, stay out of the big cities. I agree 100%. I live by myself. I lost my wife just a little over a year ago. And uh, I am prepared because I live alone. And uh, anybody comes in my house or my neighborhood, I will know it, and I am prepared. And here's, and again, it's it's really night and day when you look at America and Israel, where just about everybody here has guns. But my concern is not necessarily the major cities. We could see these terrorists target small towns and communities that don't have the resources. And you know, but again, I'm not too sure they're going to want to do that because most of the people in small towns are packing arsenals. Uh, that's right, and I am, and. God's people, it is in the Bible, they were God's chosen people, and they will not see peace until after the tribulation, but they have every right under the sun to protect themselves, and they need to just completely annihilate them. Frank, you sound like an old-timer. Have, have you ever seen this much carnage? Uh, it's uh, For me, I mean, I've seen a lot of war. Uh, this is just jaw-dropping and mind-numbing. No, I have not. Not in my time. I'm 78 years old, and I have never seen this. And, I mean, Israel has had a lot of problems. Uh, We have had our problems with people coming in the country, and it's time for us to get this border closed and do some serious soul-searching to protect our nation. Well, well said, Frank. Appreciate that call. Let's go to Brandon also calling from Georgia, a lot of Georgia callers today. Hey, Brandon, what's going on? Man, what's going on, Tom? How you doing? I'm well, thank you. Good, good. Hey, I just want to comment real quick on the Israeli uh, situation. Uh, you know, I, I and, and not forgive me, but if you just allow me to kind of uh, express some things, um, I kind of saw how you, you know, kind of not neglected, but how you talked about the others that maybe had something a little questionable. Uh, things to say about uh israel now I, um, when it comes to like myself and, and the younger ones we don't necessarily understand how we got so uh how we became such close allies with israel if you understand that we don't really 
you know, my, my age group, we don't really understand how that became such a thing and how it's become so normal. Uh, I mean, we do obviously understand the Holocaust. We, we learned about that uh, mostly growing up and all that good stuff. But um, for... Well, hold on, hold on. Age, let me, Brandon, let me correct you. The Holocaust is not good stuff. No, 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 not good stuff. But you know what I mean as far as history goes. Like, you know, history is good stuff in general just to know, have knowledge about and all that. And all that. Um, so the Holocaust, that happening, we're aware of that. Um, we just don't understand how the continue, just kind of how we got tied into that. If you could kind of explain a little bit of that. And um, and also, we've also seen a little bit of uh, a little bit of research that I've done personally and others have done. Um, and this might be something that she just throw me off the air for. But um, was there ever a Zionist connection with the Third Reich besides what happened with okay we're done with brandon thank you uh yeah i kind of figured that's where this was going look let me explain something here uh we are allies with israel and just like we are allies with the uk and with australia and with with canada we stand by our allies but i'm telling you right here and now there are muslims and they want to wipe every jew off the face of the earth we will not stand for that and if you support that, then you need to stop listening to this radio program because we're not going to tolerate Jew haters on this show. We're just not. That's not how we that's not how we ride. All right, gotta take a break here. 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Stern Show. All right, welcome back to the Todd Starnes Radio Show. Let's go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Good to have with us our friend, Art Alley. He is the founder of Timothy Plan, timothyplan.com. And uh, Art, in addition to all of the uh, the breaking news developments in the Middle East and up in Washington, uh, there is uh, still a lot of concern about the economy right here in uh, in America. Well, there is, Todd. And, uh, you know, I was going to start with the good news is we're, we're not living in Israel right now. Man, what a mess. Um, but our economy is interesting. If you can tell me what's going to happen tomorrow, I can tell you what's going to happen in the economy. Uh, but, you know, uh, we are muddling through, the, I guess, the good news, Todd, is our economy is so huge, regardless of some of these decisions, some of these geniuses in Washington, D.C., and the rest are making, uh, we're too big for them to destroy it overnight. Uh, you know, they keep trying, but uh, it isn't working. And, you know, the market's plodding along. Uh, if a company is profitable and doing well and making money and making the product that made them make money, the shareholders are going to do okay. But short-term, emotion can really swing the market in ugly directions. And, you know, that, that does happen from time to time. We are about even for the year now after being up all year long um, in most of our funds. Uh, because of all the bad news that just keeps coming at us. Art, you guys have been doing this for uh, 25 years over at Timothy Plan. And by the way, folks, go to timothyplan.com and and check out all the great resources they they have. And I'm just curious, over the past 
you know, over the past 25 years, what's been the number one thing that people say um, when they, you know, after they, they join up and they start working with you guys? Well, you know, it's kind of neat, uh, actually. I'm glad you asked that question. That's a, that's a good question. Uh, I can't imagine any other president of a mutual fund family, and that's what we are. We have 12 mutual funds and, and seven exchange-traded funds who can sit in his office and have shareholders call and just say thank you. Hmm. Uh, thank you for taking the stand. Thank you for being there so we don't have to invest in in some of the uh, companies trying to destroy us and our culture and our country. Uh, and, you know, we uh, forever in the industry, everybody's been focusing on returns. And, you know, we couldn't promise great returns because we screen out some of the most profitable large companies. We won't own them because of what they're doing to our culture. But we've proven, and it's 30 years, Todd, actually. Wow. Uh, over 30 years that we have and we produce very competitive performance for our shareholders. But, man, I'm going to say this, and you'll never hear this from another mutual fund uh, uh, president. Even if we had to sacrifice investment returns, we would still do the same thing because it's the right thing to do. But because we have great money management firms, uh, they are able to produce very competitive returns and prove you don't have to own companies that are really trying to destroy you uh, in order to do a good job on your investment portfolio. Uh, been 30 years. Uh, we're still here. We're proving it. Uh, but the one thing people say to me that's different is they'll just call and say thank you. And man, that is the neatest thing in the world. Over 30 years, ladies and gentlemen. So they're rock solid. And I would encourage you to go and check out their website and 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 see all of the great resources they have for you and your family. And it doesn't matter if you're if you're a teenager or you're a senior saint. Uh, there is something for you at timothyplan.com. And Art, I know we're coming up on uh, the uh, top of the hour and apologize for the abbreviated conversation, but with all the breaking news happening, it's uh, been a pretty insane day. Understand. Understand. Art, Keep people informed, man. You're doing a great job. Well, you're kind to say it, and, and Art, you're doing a, a terrific job. Art Alley, ladies and gentlemen, one of the good guys and I would encourage you to go check it out, timothyplan.com. That's timothyplan.com. And uh, check out their family of award-winning faith-based mutual funds. All right, hang tight. We've got another hour coming your way. We're going to be talking to David Kustoff, Congressman and Brigadier General John Tykert. This is The Todd Stern Show. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's favorite gun-toting, Bible-clinging, deplorable American. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Todd Starnes. Oh, yeah. And hello, America. Welcome to the Todd Starnes Radio Program. So very happy to have you with us on this breaking news edition as we are following developments live from Israel 
And uh, right now, our friends at Newsmax are reporting that a rally is being held outside the Israeli consulate in New York City. Um, there are a lot of people, huge crowd of people, and a lot of Israeli flags that are flying. So uh, we're going to keep you updated uh, on all of those uh, developments uh, in New York City as well as uh, across the nation right now. Uh, folks, it is a very bad situation in Israel. We are getting word. Uh, there are reports that the ground offensive into Gaza is um, is about to get underway. Uh, currently, Gaza City is being bombarded uh, with shelling from uh, from the Israeli forces. And uh, we're going to keep you updated on all of that information. The question, very simple, uh, ladies and gentlemen, do you stand with the nation of Israel today? Uh, one of the things that really was a sucker punch to a lot of Americans is the idea that we have apparently a lot of anti-Semites living in the United States of America. And these are individuals who um, are not ashamed of the fact that they hate the Jewish people. And it is incumbent upon us, all of us, to stand with the nation of Israel. And that's what this radio program is all about. We stand with our friends and we consider ourselves to be a friend of Israel. Our telephone number again is 844-747-8868. That's 844 844- Seven four seven eighty eight sixty eight. Now there is also a lot of outrage coming from conservatives and Republicans over President Biden. Now, just a few moments ago, Hamas announced that they were going to start executing prisoners, and in response to that, the White House called a lid and and said President Biden was going to be out for the rest of the day. This is absolutely insane. Not only to mention the optics of the president holding a barbecue and a concert at the White House, even as Americans were being held hostage and Americans were being killed by Hamas. I want to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Honored to have with us from from Memphis, Tennessee, but calling from Israel, Sharon is on the line. And uh, Sharon, first of all, we certainly appreciate you joining us. Uh, can you give us an idea of what you guys are, are doing there in Israel? Hello, Sharon. Hey, uh, no, this is not Sharon. This is Father Dexter. Oh, Father Dexter. All right. Well, Father Dexter, uh, we're so happy to have you with us. And I understand sure. uh, that you're leading a group of people from the Memphis area in Israel on a pilgrimage. Is that right? Yes, correct. Well, Father, uh, tell us, if you could, tell us where you guys are and uh, is everybody okay? Thank God. Everyone's okay. We're here, 44 of us. We are here in Tiberias, in the Sea of Galilee. We're in the northern uh, part of Israel. We're actually a little far away from Gaza Strip, and but everything's fine here, but we're trying to um, find our way home now. Maybe tomorrow, Wednesday, our our, our normal, normal flight is on Thursday, but it's, our flights are canceled, and so we're not going to wait until Thursday. Everyone is just really anxious to to go home on the, to the safe side but we don't know how how we're going to do it but we're still trying to work it out but we're safe we're in the hotel in a ron beach hotel in tiberias and we are um we're just actually gathering here in the lobby and talking about possibility of going home tomorrow and trying to call our company that who uh you know who organized all of this so yeah yeah we're we're, we're safe for now for a moment but 
all of us just wanna wanna go home. That's all. I I can certainly imagine that, and I know there are so many others from all over America who are. Uh, doing those pilgrimages. Uh, Father, have you guys heard any of the explosions? Have you heard the sirens, any of that that stuff where you're located? No, not here in not here in Tiberias. Yeah, we saw we saw fighter planes flying all over us, like a couple of them. And then we saw some um, helicopter. And, and our way up here yeah, the other day, we saw some soldiers. So we are actually closer to the border of Lebanon, but I think there are some tanks, you know, just trying to protect the, the, the border as well. But here in Tiberias, we were fine. But when we were in Jerusalem last Saturday, we heard some, we heard some, uh, like, um, no, we don't, we don't hear some sirens, but we heard, uh, what is, I know there's some rockets, uh, like, uh, what is this, missiles, the, intercept, the interceptors intercept them, and we thought that these were, they were fireworks. But apparently, those are missiles firing to to, uh, to Jerusalem. But we, it's far away from us. But we saw the we saw the explosion. So that's kind of scared us a little bit. But then the following by Sunday, we had mass. We left. We drive. We drove up here in Siberia. So we're it's peaceful here now. But every we don't know after an hour or two hours or twelve hours, we don't know what happened because this is this is so I see. random and. The war is so dynamic, and it, it's real. It's real. I didn't, cannot imagine that we are here in the middle of war. But yeah, please uh, tell all the Mampians people to please pray for us, for that we'll be able to go home and please pray to continue to pray for the Holy Land. Um, no doubt, there are a lot of people, uh, Father, that are praying for you and and many of the other Americans that are that are over there. Are you getting any indication of of when you guys will be able to get out? I know a lot of the airlines have been canceling their flights. Is is that the issue? Is whether or not the planes are flying? That is the very issue that we're doing right now, because our flight on Thursday is canceled, and tomorrow's flight is actually we don't have a chance even tomorrow. So we're we're just gonna it's uh it's evening here right now. It's uh, what time is it, Sharon? Now it's um. Yeah, it's uh nine twelve here, so maybe in in an hour we're gonna all go to bed and then have breakfast tomorrow and we're gonna reconvene again and meet and we'll figure it out. So it's it's been it's been hard because there's no plane coming here and coming out back to the state. So I don't know what other options we can will we can have, but we'll hopefully by tomorrow morning some of my folks, some of my pilgrims here were able to pull out some of their connections. And, and Father, one final question before we let you go, and I know it's been a long day for you guys. Um, have you been able to talk to any of the Israeli people, and, and how, are they, how are they doing through all of this? I did. I did. Do. Personally, um, we, were in the, we were sailing in the Sea of Galilee today, and um, I, there's like four men on the, on the boat, and one of them sit, sat down with me and talked with me, and just really feel sad and really sad and told me that they're not going to have a, uh, a job for maybe more than six months because all their lives here in Tiberias area, they depend on pilgrims and tourists. And so there's no hotel, there's no restaurant or bar, whatever here. They're going to lose the job again. So they're very sad, but they said that it is, they said it is what it is, but they just don't know. They don't also know what to do. They're just, they just told me like this is the way our lives are, Father, and I just I just look at them with compassion. You know, it's just it's really hard for them. And and Father, this fine. time especially yeah. this time. 
And Father, one final question. What is the message? I know there are a lot of concerned folks uh, back in the Memphis area. Uh, what is what is the message that you want to convey to uh, all of our, our listeners in the Memphis area today? Yes, thank you. Uh, to all the Memphians, please uh, pray for us that we'll be able to find a, a way back uh, tomorrow or on Wednesday back home in the States. And also pray for all of the Americans here in Israel who are stuck at this time. And But more importantly, please pray for for the Holy Land, for the Israelites who died, I don't know how many died, thousands, and also the innocent, innocent Palestinians and Israelites at the same at the same time. So it's 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 really it's really uh it's really hard to, to to swallow what's going on here. This is really a war. People are killed. They're sending missiles back to each other. So it's please please pray for us. Pray for all the Americans here to be able to go home, please, for the peace in Holy Land. That's all I want to say. And thank you so much. All right. Uh, Father Dexter, um, one of our uh, local ministers uh, in the Memphis area, uh, calling from Israel, where some 40 uh, Memphians are there on a pilgrimage. And like many others, and we heard this from Congresswoman Nancy Mace at the start of the program, many people are simply trapped and they cannot get home. Uh, primarily because the airlines are canceling those flights. So uh, we certainly appreciate uh, the Reverend uh, calling uh, calling us in, and calling in rather, from Tiberias. So that seems to be a, I believe I've actually stayed in that area, but again, um, in uh, Tiberias, people there are safe. A lot of Americans are right now taking those tours of the Holy Land, so you're certainly going to want to uh, to pray and and uh, stand with, with those folks. All right, we are going to take a quick break here, 844-747-8868. That's 844-747-8868. As we go to break, the IDF is now preparing for a total siege of Gaza. We will let you know when that happens. Be listening to this radio station uh, for complete breaking news details. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Todd Stearns radio program. You know, a moment of personal privilege, if you will. Um, we had just had a terrible tragedy in, in our church community and just wanted to honor uh, an individual. Uh, one of the pastors at our church, uh, at Bellevue Baptist Church, uh, his name is um, Tim Shelton. The guy is incredibly great shape, an athlete. Um, was running in the and uh, participating in the Ironman uh, triathlon in Memphis over the weekend, and uh, it was I mean posting the pictures and the whole nine yards had a huge crowd there to support him. Just a beloved man in the in the Memphis community, and um, the the took part of the swimming part of the swimming component of the 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 race and just went into cardiac arrest, and they were. Uh, not not able to bring him back. Uh, he ended up dying at Baptist East Hospital, and it was just a, a great shock. Uh, dozens of people were at the at the hospital uh, praying for this man and praying for a miracle, and um, he ended up losing his life early Sunday morning. Uh, just had terrific family, uh, and just uh, if you would just pray for Pastor Shelton's wife and their five sons. And I believe the ages are all the way up from college age to uh, grade school. So just a terrific family and uh, just heartbreaking. 
Also, just a reminder that, um, you know, a lot of people say, okay, how does this happen where you have these, um, you know, very healthy athletes and they have a cardiac arrest or some sort of a heart incident when they're exercising or they're competing in some sort of an event? And by and large, it's it's fascinating. Uh, you know, a lot of people don't realize that for, a, I think it was until the 1980s, that they actually started checking babies, newborn babies, to see if they had a heart defect. And it's a very it's a very simple and fixable heart defect. But if they don't catch it, and and you're out there exercising, and this thing fails, then you're gone, and and there's really nothing they can do for you. And it involves your heart valve. You know, I was um, back in 2005. I thought I had a case of bronchitis. Went to the doctor. Turned out that they had discovered a heart problem they never knew I had, and I was born with this defective aortic valve. And had they not repaired it when they did, I would not be talking to you today. So if you are, if you're a guy, you're in your 30s, 40s, 50s, it just might be worth it to go down and and just get yourself checked out to make sure you don't have this this heart condition. Because once that heart valve goes, there's no, there's, they can't bring you back. So look, better safe than sorry. That's what I always say. And um, it would be wise for you to go out there and get that checked out. All right. Um, let's go to the phones. John in Kentucky. John, I know you want to weigh in on the uh, nation of Israel right now. What say you? First of all, I completely support Israel. And I want to mention to people, and you already know this, I'm preaching to the choir, Todd. Resolution, UN Resolution 181 and UN Resolution 181, parentheses 2. That provided the Palestinians for their own homeland. But they chose not to accept it, and that's why the Palestinians are screaming injustice, and the Palestinians were, all, were given the option of having their own homeland. And those people that stand with those Palestinians, do your homework. Look at your history. Israel didn't start this war. Hamas, Hezbollah, and the Palestinian people started this war. And Israel has every right to defend itself. And anybody that says they should stand down, they're full of... Uh, Mule muffins. That's a good word, Todd. And I just wanted to make that point that out. Resolution 181 and Resolution 181-2 provided the Pal- two provided the Palestinians for their own homeland, but they chose not to take that homeland. The Israelis were willing to work with them. You give these Palestinians, the Arabs, an inch, they're going to try to take the entire nation. They've sworn oh, to look, destroy Israel. Yeah, they've sworn to dest- wipe them off the face of the earth. I mean, that's... That's what we're talking about here, John. I mean, there's no like, okay, let's just disagree and we can be neighbors. No, no, no. They want to wipe Israel off the face of the earth. So, like I said, I just wanted to make that point out to so many people that seem to forget that. And, Todd, on behalf of my entire family, I please accept our deepest condolences at the loss of your pastor, Shelton. God bless you, brother. Well, we you. well, thank you for thank you for that, John, and uh, just uh, just a good, good family. And you just hate for something like that to happen, but he is in he is in glory, and he attended church in heaven on Sunday. Let's go to William in Statesville, North Carolina, listening to us on WSIC. William, what's on your mind? I just want to second what that gentleman just said to you. I want to um, my condolences go out to you and and the Shelton family right now. He's been called home. And that's where he's at. We all know that as faith believers. So he's well no longer. Um, but yeah, this Israel thing, 
they're our children. They're Jesus's children, just like we're Jesus's children. So we need to stand up and defend ourselves for sure. Um, I think as we speak, we do have some ships in the water over there. And uh, soon we'll be putting boots to the ground. But we need to be putting boots to the ground here. And we have been meaning to do that for a long time because it's not Mr. and Mrs. Mexican that are coming across the border down there in Texas. It's The enemy is already here. They've been here, and they continue to come across. And it's our fault, meaning Washington, D.C., an administration that's in place now can't get off their keisters to do something about it. It's time that we do something about it, and that's what we're going to try to do next year, but we need to do something about it now. I just cannot believe that we're waiting on electing somebody in the seat for the Speaker of the House to get things going as far as this Israel conflict. It can't be just that. Right, Um, and and William, this should have been taken care of last week. I mean, the fact that they wanted to send everybody home, that's just nonsense. The Republicans got to get their act together, and somebody needs to give them a swift kick in the be- in the behind. Yeah, and it's and it's here in my home state. I don't understand why Patrick Patrick McHenry has been made interim seat. Why can't he do something? I don't understand why. I mean, I I don't understand the whole uh, legislation logistics side of it, but. Still, I think something can be done now, and it should have been done oh, a long time ago. Absolutely, really. yeah. This was his personal discretion. I don't know if the bow tie was tied a little too tight. Don't know. But we got to get that taken care of. Uh, William, we got to run for a break here. Appreciate that call. 844-747-8868 is our telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. Coming up, Brigadier General John Tykert is going to be joining us. He wants to be the next senator from Maryland. We'll be right back. All right. Welcome back, everybody. So there is uh, now some breaking news involving Hamas uh, being reported on multiple levels that Hamas is apparently open to truce talks now that they've been uh, bombed back to the Stone Age. I don't think that's going to happen. I, I mean, folks, the, and we're hearing that the fatality numbers are going to be well north of a thousand uh, by the time the Israeli officials get into some of these smaller towns and communities. So I'm not too sure that Israel is going to be welcome to uh, talking about a truce just yet. By the way, we are expecting um, any time now for the ground and the the ground. Uh, invasion of Gaza to begin. So we'll keep you updated on that. Be sure to listen to your local talk radio station. They'll have breaking news updates. Meanwhile, back here in this country, uh, we are gearing up for what is going to be a fierce, fierce election cycle. And it is so important that we elect rock-solid conservatives to Congress. And one of those individuals wants to be the next senator from the state of Maryland, and uh, he is on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line today. He is retired Brigadier General John Tykert, a good friend and a great American patriot. Uh, General, good to have you with us today. Todd, it is wonderful to join you. Thanks for your friendship and for having me. So why in the world do you want to run for the U.S. Senate? Todd, I love my country. When I was 17 years old for the first time, I took that oath to support and defend the Constitution of the United States. And for the last 33 years, 
I've relentlessly focused on that oath as a fighter pilot, a test pilot, and a general in the United States Air Force. And someone needs to wrestle our nation back to where we belong, and I'm a volunteer. Well, I'm excited about this. I, you may not remember this story, but you you tried to get me up in in one of those uh, one of those planes, I guess glider planes, and they they like un, you un, un uh, hit yourself from an actual plane, and then you sort of like glide back down. And I I, I said I had a bad heart; I couldn't do it. <laughs> Todd, it's like flying like a bird. It's incredible. You missed out. Yeah, I'm more like I'm more like a, you know a turkey. I, I can't fly very well. <laughs> uh, General, I um I, I followed your career with great interest. Of course, you were at Andrews Air Force Base, then Edwards Air Force Base, and you know the military has over the past number of years has sort of become ground zero for a lot of the the culture war clashes. Uh, there's been a lot of concern among our elected leaders up on Capitol Hill about whether or not that is impacting our our readiness. And I'm wondering how big of an issue is that going to be for you uh, if, in fact, you are you are the next senator from Maryland? Todd, you just have to look around and see that the world is a dangerous place. And if we take our eye off the ball of China or Russia or Iran or North Korea or others and focus on things that are secondary or social engineering in our force, then we truly risk finding ourselves behind and our weakness invites aggression. And we saw that just this weekend with Hamas and Israel. I'm curious, what would a Senator Teichert have been doing this weekend with, I mean, we're going to be facing this uh, this issue for quite a long time. We are, and it goes back, Todd, to the fact that appeasement provokes aggression and weakness invites attack. And for the last two and a half years, the weakness that has come out of the Biden administration has caused these adversaries to recognize that they can take action unchecked. And so before we talk about what I would have done this weekend, we should have done something two and a half years ago that demonstrated strength and resolve because that's all our adversaries are paying attention to. On the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line is retired Brigadier General John Teichert running for the U.S. Senate in Maryland. Um, General, when you when you look at the landscape out there and you you see what's happening in the world of politics, I thought it was interesting. A slogan you've sort of coined here is it's more it's more leadership than politics. What do you mean by that? Yeah, so I think there's two fundamental different things, leadership and politics. Leadership is selfless. Politics tends to be selfish. Leadership finds mutual opportunities for benefit and politics is a zero-sum game. And I just get this sense that people are tired of ineffective government, that we need government that sticks to the principles of the Constitution and furthers those principles, and then government gets out of the way if it doesn't have a designated responsibility in a particular area. And I want to be the type of leader that wrestles this nation back to where we belong because we're headed in the wrong direction. You know, you're putting, you know, you're sitting down with your family and you, you're considering this run. How did you, you know, what are some of the big issues, very practical issues that, that you want to confront, you want to address if you get elected? Absolutely. And I think people are looking for a focus on these issues that matter most to them. And I think about the tools that our kid need, kids need to succeed in the real world as we put parents back in charge, as we think here in Maryland about taking back control of our crime-ridden streets, as we think about breaking the shackles of inflation and even higher taxes and government overreach. 
and then reversing impotent leadership on the world stage. Those big four, education, crime in the economy, and national security are the four areas that Marylanders care about, and I'm going to focus on those relentlessly. You know, looking at, you mentioned education, and the situation in Baltimore uh, and the school system there is just appalling, where, where kids are not even getting the basics they need to, to be able to be productive members of society. How, how does that happen? Todd, it's just this expensive government program that costs $21,600 a student a year that literally in 40% of high schools in Baltimore have zero students that are proficient in math. And we have this state that is a world leader in cyber and cybersecurity and in health and services related to health and a military basing structure that is incredible. And we are failing at the basic level to provide the workforce that ultimately will allow those to thrive into the future. It's a bunch of experimentation and social issues. It's a lot of spending and government overreach that is producing nothing for the kids and the families in our state, and we need to reverse that immediately. So what, is this, what does this look like for you in, in Maryland? Um, Democrat stronghold, uh, it's going to be a, a fight. What, what is the message you think is going to resonate, and how do you plan on reaching out to those? You're going to need some Democrat voters to, uh, to come on board to, to win. You are. I think the people in Maryland are finally reaching the tipping point that they are tired of failing schools for their kids, unsafe neighborhoods for their families, grocery stores and gas stations that are too expensive. And I think taking the real common sense issues to Marylanders of all stripes will allow them to understand that the conservative principles are the ones that can break the stranglehold that the Democrats have had on this state for the last 40 years or so. I love it. Uh, by the way, folks, if you'd like information on uh, General Tykert's campaign, go to tykertformaryland.com. We have a direct link on our live show blog. That's T-E-I-C-H-E-R-T, tykertformaryland.com. And, uh, General, I'm curious, got, um, you know, looking for endorsements. Have you, have you gotten endorsements yet? And how's that campaign going? This is the first time you've actually run for office. It is, really. This is a, a startup for me. I started a week ago, I've had some great opportunities to talk to leaders in the media, Todd, like you, and this one's especially sweet because you're my friend. Uh, and right now, I think people are very interested to see if I can raise the money to be a credible candidate. And so I ask all of those that are out there to consider supporting me because I'm going to spark a conservative movement here in Maryland and beyond. And I think that we provide the recipe for what the conservative movement needs nationwide. Uh, well said. And, uh, yeah, you've got my endorsement. Uh, I just think this is a tremendous thing. And uh, the people of Maryland would be blessed to have you as uh, as their next U.S. senator. Well, I have been blessed to serve my country for 33 years, and I intend to spend the rest of my life doing so. All right. Uh, well, General, we're going to leave it there. Um, we wish you the very best. We're going to get you back on. We have a number of affiliates in Maryland, so a lot of folks there listening today, and uh, we'd love to get you back on um, when we're not having breaking news. Todd, and even breaking news, I'm happy to talk about it, but anytime, my friend, thank you. All right. Love it. There you go, folks. General uh, John Teichert. Uh, if we could, Dylan, uh, if we've got the Newsmax feed, uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, the Prime Minister of Israel, is uh, now speaking we're there in Israel now we're going to keep it moving um, here Hamas we know all right uh, so let's uh, let's uh, listen in and see what well you know what they've already they've already dumped out of it so we'll we'll, we'll let you know what he said in the commercial break but i have to tell you my john tankard story this guy is the real deal i was 
I was speaking near Edwards Air Force Base, and um, I had fallen ill. I was um, had a little heart um, heart hiccup, and uh, woke up in the hospital. And it was interesting. As soon as I as soon as I woke up, standing over me was a guy in full military regalia. They had the full military uniform, and the guy introduced himself as the uh, Brigadier General in charge of 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 uh, Andrews Air Force Base which is the home base of Air Force One. And uh, he had mutual friends. We, we both had mutual friends, and uh, they explained my predicament. And he wanted to come over just to, to visit and uh, to pray. And, and it was really a, a, a moving moment and just an authentic, real-deal guy. But anyway, a couple of years after that, I was at a gathering in California. He had been uh, transferred to Edwards Air Force Base, which of course where they used to land the space shuttles, and uh, we were having a we were at a, a reception, and he was telling me about this glider plane he has, and he really is a test pilot, and so they take you up into a regular plane, and then they just drop the glider plane, and you float back down to earth. You're like at what thirty forty thousand feet, and so he says you got to come up, you got to come up in one of the uh, one of the planes with me, and and I'm like, can't do it, I got a bad heart valve there's this lady standing who is a part of the conversation and she must've been in her seventies or eighties. And she said, well, Mr. Starnes, I've had the same heart surgery you had. And I just went up last year. <laughs> and I'm like, thanks lady. I am terrified of those planes. I just can't do it. Anyway, he's a very good pilot. I just can't, I can't do it. I just cannot do it. All right. Uh, we've got to take a break here. Um, our number eight, four, four, seven, four, seven, 88, 68, uh, we are watching the um, and we are monitoring the remarks from Prime Minister Netanyahu, who is now speaking to the Israeli nation and the entire world. Uh, that's happening on uh, Newsmax, and we'll let you know what the what the Prime Minister has to say. We'll be right back. All right, Netanyahu says Hamas is ISIS and we will eliminate it and I have no doubt they will and quite frankly the American the American government needs to stand down here and allow the Israelis to do what they should have done a long time ago and we will see how all of this plays out but right now it is shaping up to be Israel against the world and we've got to stand alongside our our friend and uh, we've we've just got to do it. So anyway, um, uh, by the way, Netanyahu also says Israel's enemies understand the significance of the arrival of the USS. Um, is it the Gerald Ford, uh, the aircraft carrier? So they're pulling up. They're pulling up. And yeah, let's hope they do understand it. And if they don't, well, too bad. Eight four four seven four seven eighty eight sixty eight is our telephone number. That's eight four four. Seven four seven eighty eight sixty eight. By the way, I'm going to tell you this story. Uh, there is a, a situation, a couple of a couple of situations. One in Los Angeles, the Unified School District there is holding all this week. They're holding a national coming out event for grade schoolers. So if your first grader could end up coming out of the closet this week. They're really forcing and cramming this LGBT agenda down the throats of grade schoolers there in Los Angeles. We also um, now can report that rainbow clubs are being opened up for preschoolers 
and for children as young as three years old. So if your three-year-old wants to become an ally of the LGBT movement, they'll be able to do that now in their in their schools there in Los Angeles. And that brings me to a situation here in the Memphis area. There is a uh, suburban school district called the Germantown uh, School District, and they have a high school there, Houston High School. And it's been the source of there's some weird stuff going on there where the school board members, you know, they campaign as conservatives, but we don't have partisan school board races. So you really don't know who's, you don't know what you're getting. So somebody can campaign as a conservative, but they may not be. And there's really no way to know until after you elect them. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, geez, aloo, we just, um, wow, we just elected a, a transgender go-go artist. I don't know. It's it's just weird, right? So anyway, um, the Germantown or the Houston High School, they've been telling people, oh, no, 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 we do not support the LGBT agenda. We're all about reading and writing and arithmetic. That's, that's what we do at Houston High School. Well, it turns out that's not the case. So a couple of weeks ago, they had homecoming, and they had a boy who, who says he's a girl on the homecoming court. So an actual honest-to-goodness girl was denied a spot because of this boy in a dress. We also found out from our sources that they were allowing a another boy to use the girl's bathroom. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? But beyond that, they have a high school theater program at Houston High School, and it turns out the theater program is – a big proponent of the LGBT agenda. I know it's theater, and I don't want to stereotype. That's why I'm sort of chuckling here. I, I, Who would have thought? Who would have thought a high school theater program would be advancing the LGBT agenda? Who would have thought that, America? So it turns out that the kids, and by the way, we've got all the goods. We've got the evidence here. We have the photographs of the actual sign-up forms. And so the kids, now get this. So the kids were asked to provide their preferred pronoun. Now, this is interesting because the school district says they don't do that. They don't do any of that stuff, but it's very clear they do. But beyond asking for the preferred pronoun, they also asked the the young thespians whether they had a preferred name and if it was different than their birth name. And they then asked the kids for the name they would want teachers to use in front of mommy and daddy. So let's just say that you send your child to school and he's little Bubba, but when little Bubba gets to school, little Bubba slips on a dress and goes by the name Darlene. But when mommy and daddy show up, the teachers have been alerted in advance. Oh, wait a second. Hey, if the parents show up, we got to go back to using the name they gave the kid. Do you see how devious this is? Do you see how sick this is? Why do they even have time to do this kind of nonsense? at the public high school. So we reached out to the school district. There's they were they're just refusing to comment. They're hoping all of this goes away. Nicole Solis is a senior fellow with the Independent Women's Forum. That's Harmeet Dillon's group. And she says Houston High School is literally driving a wedge between parents and the children and forcing an ideology on kids who already feel pressured to comply. And she's not wrong. So the question now is, what are all you parents going to do? What are all you taxpayers going to do about all this nonsense? 
I mean, this is happening in your neighborhood, and Germantown is supposedly a conservative town. But I'm telling you, looking at what's happening in the school district, I can tell you this, they the, the school board, and by the way, nobody's criticizing the school here, nobody. So all these so-called conservatives that got elected to the school board in Germantown, Tennessee, you people are not conservative. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Conservatives don't put up with this kind of garbage. All right, folks, uh, we've got to scoot out of here. It has been a weird, wild, breaking news day on the show. We appreciate you joining us. Uh, We're going to follow all the breaking news developments as we await Israel's invasion of Gaza. You be sure to keep it on this local radio station. Be good, America. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.